Good morning. Welcome to East Hillsville Baptist Church. It's so good to see you on this beautiful Sunday morning. We're thankful for the rain, but it is a little bit nasty, but we're so glad that you could join us here this morning. Uh, We're looking forward to hearing from our choir and our drama team today. They have worked for many, many weeks in preparation for this worship service, so um, we want to thank them ahead of time for leading us in worship and sharing for your leadership in this. We appreciate that. But um, as we begin the service, if you're visiting with us today, sometimes in uh, services like this, we have lots of visitors, and we're glad that you could join us, thankful that you're here. Uh, if maybe you're here looking for a church home, uh, we would encourage you before you leave to stop by our guest table located in the lobby, and you can pick up a guest bag, and we also encourage you to take just a second to scan that QR code and uh, just fill out a simple visitor form. Um, you can request anything that you need, uh, but if you would like for us to contact you, please indicate that there. But again, we're just so glad to have you here. Uh, As y'all know, there's a few things going around, right? Um, This has been a challenge, even for this presentation. We've got several that this morning we found out they've got the flu. We've got other illnesses going around, including our pastor. He is at home, probably watching this via live stream. It got him, and a lot of his family's been sick this week. So um, just remember all those that are involved in that. But throughout all that, as we have gathered here today, our goal is to worship. And I don't know what's brought you here today. But I do believe that you're here for a purpose and you're here for a reason. And uh, we want to make sure that we don't miss that while we're here. So I'm going to ask everyone to stand up. And because everybody's got something, you can't shake hands. You can bump elbows, but welcome somebody around you. Wave at them and welcome them to the service. And as we get ready to begin the cantata, I want to read a passage of scripture and pray for us. We read in John chapter 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In verse 14 it then says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful that we can be in this place today. Lord, that we can hear such a familiar story through song, through drama. But Lord, sometimes that can become too familiar. And we forget the wonder, the wonder of your sovereign plan to send the Savior, your Son. So Lord, today as we have gathered, I pray that this may be uh, some fresh thoughts. Lord, that you would move our hearts to hear what we need to hear see what we need to see, but Lord, may we never get used to the amazing plan that you love us and that you sent your son to be the savior of the world. That is our greatest need. Apart from you, we have no hope. So Lord, help us truly to celebrate what this season is about today, and may we not get lost in the busyness of the season, but just humble ourselves, slow down, worship you because you are worthy, and we love you. And may you receive all the honor and glory today in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated.
to the world. The Lord has come. We have gathered here to celebrate the joy of Christmas, joy unspeakable and full of glory. From the moment his birth was prophesied to the moment of his coming, God's people waited with great anticipation for the joy he would bring. Today, we hail him as our newborn king, the Messiah, the light of the world, and we celebrate the joy of his glorious coming as we sing praises to our Savior and Lord.
And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn.
Long before that joyous night, the prophet Isaiah foretold of the Messiah's birth. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. How great a thought, the Ancient of Days and Infant, the Creator created, delivered to be our Deliverer. Behold, the Lord our righteousness, the Lamb of God, born to take away the sins of the world. Emmanuel has come, and if you listen, you can hear it still today, the sounds of his coming. And just like the shepherds, we are even now being invited to draw near and worship.
And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. This was a night for good news. It was a time of great joy. And today, more than ever before, this is still the season of joyful, wonderful news of the newborn king. A thousand years ago there was a clamor and commotion Once upon a midnight clear And in the fields of Biden The shepherds heard the tidings When the angel of the Lord appeared And as the world's glory Came to call the story of Emmanuel Was finally here And it was joyful, joyful wonderful, wonderful News of the newborn King proclaimed the king of all kings had been born yet there were no royal decrees no kingly robes no palace adorned with gold how great was the responsibility of the young couple given watch over heaven's charge while their hearts overflowed with joy 
No doubt their concerns were many. Uncertain days lay before them, yet they trusted in their sovereign Lord, who had called them to this sacred moment. She has a 
Heavenly Father, we thank you for the joy you've given us through the gift of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, your one and only begotten Son, he who is the true joy of our salvation and to whom we bring all glory and honor and praise. Here in this service, as our hearts are drawn near to the manger, let us never forget that the reason for the season is Jesus Christ, our highest joy. Amen.
I'm going to let the choir be seated. We're going to clap for y'all here in a minute. As we come to the conclusion of this presentation of, like I said before, a very familiar story. Every year we go through it. We know the characters. We know how it all turns out. But sometimes in our familiar, being used to it, (laughs) it loses some of the significance. And I just want to read Isaiah chapter 9, a prophecy some 700 years before Christ came says, for a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. Christmas is about a reality that God has a plan from the beginning. We read that when Jesus was born and we see as he came on the scene as an adult, as the Lamb of God, Scripture talks about the Lamb of God who was slain before the creation of the foundations of this world. As we celebrate the baby that was born in a manger, we understand that the reason for this is what we're going to celebrate in a few more months, and that is he came to die to take our place. An amazing truth. But there's two facts I want to give you this morning as we think about this passage and we think about this season. First one is this, that in this sick, sin-sick world, there will never truly be peace until Jesus returns. Every day we watch what's happening across this world, and it will continue wars and rumors of wars and disease and natural disasters. That is the status of this world right now. And until he comes back, there will not be peace until he's ruling and he's reigning. But one day he is going to make all things right. There will be peace as he rules. The second fact is this. As individuals in this room, you as an individual, you cannot have peace apart from knowing the Prince of Peace. As he prophesied, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, the Prince of Peace. And it's not just knowing about him. It's not just being familiar with him and being familiar with this story. It is about knowing him personally. By placing your faith and trust in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. The one who was born of a virgin, as was necessary and as was foretold. Placing your faith in him, the one who lived a perfect and sinless life. And then the one who died on the cross, not for his sin, but for your sin and mine. To the one who rose from the dead. My question is, do you know that Jesus? Is he your Lord and your Savior? Or is it just the story you've heard your whole life? It's the songs you hear at Christmas. Or has he personally changed your life? The question today is, do you have peace with God? It is only possible through Jesus. It is only possible to be made right with him through his son who paid the penalty for our sin. So my question is, do you have peace with him? Have all things been made right? This Christmas, every Christmas, but this Christmas, let it be a reminder of your great need for a Savior and the fact that God had a plan to send his Savior to be the Savior of this world. And you can know him personally, and you can have peace in this troubled world. I'm going to ask you to bow your heads as we close our service. And I really want you to examine your heart. Do you know him right now? Or has it all been a story? Has it all been information? 
Or have you allowed it to be transformation in your life? If you do not know him as your Lord and Savior, right now you can place your faith and trust in him to be your Savior. And if that's your desire, if the Lord's been dealing with your heart, just say, Lord, I believe that I'm a sinner. I have no hope without you. I am guilty. But I believe that you sent your son. I believe that he lived a perfect life. I believe he shed his perfect blood. And I believe Jesus died on the cross for my sins. And as best I know how, if this is your desire, just say, Lord, I believe in your son. Jesus, I trust in you alone to be my savior. I desperately need you. And if you're doing that right now, just say, Lord, thank you that you you sent your son to die for me and that I can have eternal life just by simply trusting in Jesus. And if you trusted in him this morning, the promise is that he's with you and he will never leave you and you have been saved. And I encourage you, if you've made that decision today, please share that with me. Share that with your family sometime today. That's the most important decision that you will ever make. Heavenly Father, we thank you for what we've been reminded of today through song and through drama. Lord, we're thankful that our deepest need, our greatest need for a Savior was met in Jesus. The Savior of the world who we celebrate coming this time of year as a baby took on humanity. The Word took on flesh. It amazes us that He, Lord Jesus, You identify with every struggle we have, yet You were perfect. Lord Jesus, we thank you for taking our place on that cross. And I pray for all those that are in here that this season would be a time of celebration and worship because of our great God and what you've done for us. So Lord, we give you all the praise and all the glory. And thank you for allowing us to worship you here today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I want to thank Sharon. I need to, if everybody's got your insert, make sure you look at that. It took so many people to make this happen as they have put in a lot of time sharing thank you for your leadership and let's give the choir and drama team one more round of applause i want to thank trish and her sidekick sharon as they got all the drama together trish said this is not my thing <laughs> but she willingly took it and you did a wonderful job trish thank you sound guys that are up there And in our streaming room, people who watch this at home, uh, you got a couple teenage guys that make sure that happen every week. And Braden, thank you for being up there today. And again, we want to pray for so many in our church. We didn't have our time of prayer, but let me just update you on one thing before we leave. Um, We want to continue to pray for Bowen Harrington. Bowen was supposed to be baby Jesus. Um, Brian and Haley were going to be Mary and Joseph, but last weekend... Uh, Bowen got sick, and he's actually still at Baptist right now with an infection. So we need to remember Bowen and Brian and Haley um, and uh, all that's going on there. But he is doing better. Bowen is doing much better as he's gotten antibiotics and things like that. But we also want to continue to pray for Stella Hanshu. Um, Ginger came up to me right before the service and said she's supposed to go home today. So praise the Lord for that. And uh, they will continue to do some tests as the infection or whatever that's going on. They find out exactly what's going on. But we are thankful that she gets to come home today. And again, so many that are sick, pray for our pastor. He's homesick. 
um, and as that goes around. But we do pray that you have a great week as we lead up next Sunday. We will not have Sunday school next Sunday morning. As it is Christmas Eve, we will have a normal worship service in here at 1030. So, and we will have Wednesday night activities this week. But we want to thank you for being here today. Hope you've heard from the Lord today, and this makes your season that much more special. Thank you for being here. You're dismissed. Have a great afternoon. And the Christmas party is at 5 tonight if you signed up.